Here we go. Number one, my grandma lives in a very stereotypical horror movie house, a small Midwest town, white and an old looking home on a farm. She even has chipped wooden Mary nativity in her front yard. She also has a cemetery about half a mile down the road. I used to sleep in the room in the corner on the top floor, my aunt's room, and it had a wooden rocking chair in it. When I, when I was younger, I would wake up because I thought I heard it rocking to the point where I would wake up my grandma and have to stay in her room. About 10 years ago, 10 years later, my my aunt and my mom, my aunt and I were talking about how creepy my grandma's house was. My aunt goes on to talk about how when she was younger, the reason my mom and her ended up sharing a room was because she thought our room was haunted. She said she woke up one morning and the rocking chair was about two feet closer to her bed. And after that night, it would start rocking on a nightly basis at midnight. This is number two. Until a few years ago, I still had a flip phone. One day, I got a random call asking for some girl named Zara. I told them they had the wrong number and hung up. For the next few months, I would get these calls asking for Zara about once or twice a week, coming from a different number and different sounding people. Sometimes these calls came at three in the morning. One day, I got a call, and like usual, I said I didn't know Sarah. After they hung up, I went to my contacts, and it redialed the answering machine that the, said that the number did not exist. I went back through my call history, trying to call some other people that had called me, and with the same result, a machine telling me the number did not exist. Every time I would get these calls, I would redial the number and still got the machine. I googled all the numbers, but I learned that they were coming from North Dakota, Montana, basically everywhere in the Midwest. Next time I got a call asking for Sarah, I said, oh yeah, she is right here. And the other person on the other end said, no, she isn't, and hung up. Things started getting weird when I got calls from unknown numbers.
was convinced that we may have shared a paranormal encounter. This is story number four. I had a black cat called Casper. We adopted her after she ran away from the previous owner. She was missing for days before the previous owner found her in bushes, skittish and frightened. After carrying her home, the owner discovered she was allergic to cats when her arm broke out in rashes. She put the she put out a call for a new home, which was answered by my animal-loving family. For ages, she was scared to come near anyone, and was totally adverse to be being petted. Eventually, she turned into a total ham, never missing the chance to jump up on you and lie with you. We loved her, and I loved her heaps. Then one day, she lost the use of her back legs. Not long after, she passed away. I was having a rough time then, and she was a big comforter. Point is, my parents and I were sad. A few days after, I'm sitting on my front step having a smoke, and I hear a meowing sound again identical to Casper. I look out in the front gate, and there at the gate, gate there was a cat meowing at me, and that looked just like Casper. When I went over, and I went over and it ran away. I looked down the street after it, and it was gone. I mentioned it to my parents. They both said the same thing happened to, the, to each of them separately, which was a surprise to them, too. Now it could have been a similar cat from the neighborhood, but it only happened once to each of us, and then it was never seen again. This is story number five. When I was 16, I was riding horses with my friend in the field beside her house. The horse threw me and I hit my head hard. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm on my back in incredible pain, staring up at my friend, who is frantically screaming at me. Dazed, my gaze shifted, then refocused on our friend behind her. A tall, thin man, wearing a black suit and an old-fashioned, white-brimmed hat. He was staring, unblinking into my eyes over my friend's shoulder. Days later, she came to visit me in the hospital, and I asked her about the man I'd seen. I thought it was her new boyfriend that she'd recently told me about. She told me there was no one there but me and her. Story number six. This past year, I went to bed on the normal base, on a normal night, and in mid-dream, everything stops and her voice says, the fire alarm is about to go off. I wake up about five minutes later. Then the fire alarm starts in our building. I asked my roommates the next day if anyone said that, and I just happened to hear it, but they said the alarm went off around 4 a.m., and plus, they were all sleeping prior to it going off. Plus, none of us knew they were testing the alarm beforehand. I was weirded out after. Story number seven. Back in 2005, I was in a band that toured a country in a 15-passenger van with a trailer. We were on the way to come from Columbus, Ohio to Erie, PA. The show had been canceled in Ohio due to a power outage, so we decided to get on the road early as we had friends in Erie who were taking us out for the night, taking us in for the night. I'll never forget this moment when, for the rest of my life. We were all having a conversation. There were eight of us in total in the van when the driver and the passenger both shouted simultaneously. What was that? I'm getting goosebumps on my arms right now. Just remembering the event. I was sitting, being 
against the window. I was sitting behind the driver with my back against the window, and I didn't see anything, but we heard a whooshing noise as if something flew right over the van. My friend who was sitting next to me looked like he had just seen a ghost. We wound up, we wound up pulling over on the side of the road because everyone was freaking out, thinking we had something. Nothing was found. Both passenger and driver saw they, said they saw a tall black figure lunge at the van from the shoulder of the left lane. My friend who was sitting next to me said the same thing. Next day, we expected the van in daylight and noticed there were streak marks across the roof of the van. That comes to the end of our ASMR paranormal podcast. Thank you for listening.